0: Welcome to the ID10T podcast number 1024. Uh, if you're going to find yourself in Irvine, California, I'll be performing at the Irvine Improv Friday, November 15 and Saturday, November 16. And then also uh, I'm coming to Tacoma, Washington, I'll be down there at the Tacoma Comedy Club uh, December 12, 13, 14. Uh, so come on out for one of those. Uh, you can go to the respective websites or id10t.com slash tour or just go to id10t.com in general or follow us on Instagram because now everyone's a pitch person. I, I got a pitch. I need your follows and your likes. I'm pitching. Um, but, uh, yes, I'm sorry that I got to pitch at you like that. Believe me, it feels weird to me to do it. Uh, but you're very kind and patient. But let's talk about other people and what they're doing right now. Uh, this is the ID10T Community Corkboard. Events at ID10T.com. Like Justin, who writes... I recently came up with an idea to interview each one of my Facebook friends for a podcast to find out more about them. Since most Facebook friends are just high school friends and former coworkers, you don't really know anything about what ends up happening is a raw in-depth conversation uh, that covers, you know, addiction and relationships and depression and so much. So everyone has such an interesting story and I've been so amazed at what that story is. It's allowed me to be more open about my own family issues and struggles with addiction has become the most humbling and positive experience of my life. The podcast is called friends friend request with Justin Lamb. It's available on whatever podcast service you subscribe to, Apple Stitcher, Google Play, etc. I'm confident that we will help people hear other people just like themselves going through some of the same issues. I love this idea for a podcast. What a great hook because it also challenges the idea that are are your friends Actually, your friends online, do you actually know them? Even though you've friended someone, do you actually know them? And so, Justin, this is a brilliant idea, and I applaud you. And also, hopefully, it'll inspire other people that just go out and fucking talk to people that maybe you don't know, that maybe you want to get to know better, you know? Like, it's—it's you're talking about... Creating the human connection behind this kind of flimsy digital connection that uh, we sometimes lean on too heavily. So great job, Justin. Events at ID10T.com for all of your events out there. This episode is Jimmy Eat World. Uh, They they are a band that I like a lot. And uh, I was very excited that they wanted to come on the podcast. They have a new album called Surviving. It is out October 18th. They have a tour coming up. Dates and tickets are at JimmyEatWorld.com. And we haven't done one of these in a long time. This was a musical episode. So we got to record over at SIR Studios in Hollywood, who are great. And we've uh, done a lot of our uh, musical podcasts there. So, you know, we talk for like an hour or so. And then they do two songs. They do a new song from the new album, and then they do an old song. And uh, and they were just damn delightful, the Jimmy, the Jimmy Eat World boys. Um, and it is you can understand how they've been together so long why they put out uh, why why they've been able to put out uh, so much material and still seem to enjoy working together keeping a band together is a tough thing to do and uh, I applaud anyone who can do it for you know almost 30 years as they have and so they were an utter delight and uh, and it was really fun to just watch the songs live that's part of why I do these musical episodes too is so I can trick bands into giving giving me a private concert so thank you Jimmy Eat World for taking the bait and Here's the ID10T podcast number 1024. Roll the thing.
1: Initiating ID10T protocol.
2: Th- your, your your vintage story uh, kind of made me think of a, one, a guitar two, shop one, in Tucson two, called
0: Rainbow Guitar. Yes. Yeah. Are we recording this, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: good. And, okay. Uh, uh, the guy who runs it's guy named Harvey, and he he's awesome. Like we, we made our album Futures at his home studio. Oh wow. Pretty much like it's in the foothills of Tucson. Yeah, in yeah, the foothills of Tucson. Just beautiful. Like he's got his place is just. Um, you know, it's like anything you could pretty much ever want, like he has, and it works. And it's it, it, like you go to his his store, at Rainbow, and like anything there is, like you pick it up and it's set up and it's in tune. Oh, that's you know? great! So it's like everything. It makes <laughs> such a. You're, I mean, I bring this up because you were telling the story about the shop you go to. Yeah, you, Imperial where you, Vintage. Yeah, where you spend too much money because like everything sounds good. Like it makes such a huge huge difference when you pick up something and it sounds good. Like it's it's like any it's like. Just encouragement to to get through the awkward phase of fretting notes or yeah. like or like any or like you know anything the aha moment if you can enhance that somehow it 's like it 's so much easier to stick with it and so much easier to progress
0: yeah and that's i mean it, and it sounds like this place rainbow is the same, and imperial vintage is sort of. Like, we all know what the agreement is. You take a guitar and to get fixed, they have all these great vintage guitars on the wall and you leave with a fucking vintage guitar. (laughs) You know, like, oh, I wasn't planning on buying a 1958 Martin guitar, but it sounds so good. And I never, until I started playing this year, I never really understood, like, why does someone need so many different guitars? And then now I understand, like, because they all got their own little personalities and they all sound good in different ways. And to find a place that knows how to curate really amazing guitars as they do, and it sounds like rainbow. But Tucson is – my ex-girlfriend was from Tucson, so for like seven New Years in a row we went to Tucson. Oh, no We stayed way. at Lowe's Ventana Canyon. Nice. And in Tucson has that light ordinance, and yeah. so you can see a million stars, and all the buildings can only use like three paint colors, so everything folds into the desert. And they have the Desert Museum, which is this amazing indigenous – wildlife uh, uh kind of a zoo but it's it's kind of carved into the desert tucson is just like it's so mom and pop i i love it
2: yeah there's a good uh art kind of community down there too that's uh you know it's 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 smaller but it's 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 extremely vibrant can we talk so you're from mesa yeah we, we grew up in in mesa which is an eastern suburb of Phoenix. Yes. On the eastern part of the greater metropolis that is Phoenix. Which is,
3: I mean, like when we were growing up, didn't feel like it had an awesome, vibrant, party vibe, you know? <laughs> No, I was talking about Tucson. I, mean, I know, that's what I mean. Like, in comparison to Tucson. But, I mean, it, it's, um, you know, but it, I think, I mean, especially for us growing up, like, starting a band. There wasn't, like, a lot of kids doing bands or music or didn't seem like that was really a big thing but you know um but i think like just in touring around and noticing this everywhere like there's never been a better time to be like a traveling musician all the cities are getting better and have more stuff going on yeah and that's probably the, and the same thing with mesa like it's like you can go there now they have this awesome mesa art center so you know they they do some they're 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 working it out Kids have skate parks now.
0: <laughs> yeah, lots, lots of stuff turned into skate parks. Yes. Yeah.
2: when we were when we were starting uh, when we were growing up and starting a band, it wasn't cool to be in bands. There weren't shows on Disney dedicated to high schools that have bands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you were, we were like genuine outsiders.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, I think the last, yeah, well, in, especially in, cause I think you guys formed around '93. Uh, before that, it was really just well. There's the monkeys. And then there's the Partridge family. you know. It's like there wasn't really a lot, of, uh, a lot of that. Now everyone does everything. Is that air conditioner killing you? No, I can't really hear it. You can't hear it. Okay. Does it bother you guys? No, 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 no. I'm fine. You know what we should probably do is everyone should sound off their names so people at least get a sense of who's talking when people are talking. Yeah,
4: sure. This is Jim. This nice. is Zach. Hello, I'm Rick. And I'm Tom. And uh, together,
0: they are Jimmy Eat World. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Arizona has such an amazing... uh, I I mean, I really get, with the exception of the oppressive heat for a good chunk of the year, I really understand why people would go live there. I understand why that desert environment is so inspiring. Why it... it, 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 I don't know. It's Not not to get all weird about it, but you do feel super connected to the earth when you're there in, in some way. It's pretty
2: cool. I mean, you can do all sorts of... Even when the heat gets pretty... Gnarly, gnarly, like in the like July, August time. I mean, you can do day trips all around the state, and it's beautiful. And like northern Arizona. Is oh, you're going to in- the high incredible. desert. Incredible,
1: yeah, yeah. Flagstaff.
2: Yeah, and when the weather's halfway decent, like there's so much urban hiking within driving. Like 20 minutes from anywhere in town is just amazing. Like yeah, the, hiking the
1: lakes too.
4: Yeah, there's so lakes. Lake
0: and- I mean, I gotta say the and just shout out to Arizona. I'm gonna say. And I don't want to upset the other 49. Maybe the coolest flag, the Arizona flag, is yeah, real cool. cool. That star with all those colors, it's, it's a, a good great. flag, Arizona. Very good flag. Yes.
2: We uh, We co-opt it often for band merchandise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that makes that's fair. Yeah. T-shirt. That's totally fair. Sure. Yeah. Why not? But so you start in Mesa, Arizona, which is a suburb of Phoenix, and you say there's no one else that's kind of doing music at that time. And you're also starting at a very good time because music itself is going through... A tectonic shift. We're moving from the hair bands to just like the kind of pared down rock bands. And so 93 is a good year to start. And that's just, how old are you guys at this point?
3: Um, 17, 18. 17, 18?
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Jim,
3: Jim and I are the younger ones, and Rick and Tom are a l- little bit older. They're, they were like a year ahead of us one in school. So yeah, but like I think they were eighteen, Jim and I were seventeen. And this is back when you had to like make a tape. You had to make a tape
0: yep. and send out yep. a physical tape to people. Yeah. And stuff a, them in an envelope and write a letter.
2: What everybody did was somehow you were able to weasel recording time with either somebody that was someone that had a studio somewhere needed to owed someone you were related to a favor, so you got studio time, you cut a demo, you cut like as many songs as you could from 7 until 3 a.m. then you'd take your master and you go to like price club and buy a whole bunch of blank <laughs> cassettes. Then you go to Kinko's and you make a whole bunch of, of of jacket covers and then you'd you'd press them up and you'd play a punk rock show and try to sell them for 2 bucks each. Now hipsters just do it
0: cuz it seems like a cool thing to do to do all that extra work.
2: Yeah. No, it's still I mean it's still pretty cool like when it comes down to it you're either going to do nothing or you're going to do something. So what do you what do you have at your disposal to
0: do? Like Um, I just mean the cassette tape of it all. It's surprising to me that cassette tapes have had a resurgence because I never associated cassette tapes with great sound. I just always thought of like, well, they're going to degrade every time you play them. And then at a certain point, they're going to melt in your car or they're going to get unspooled or you're going to step on it and then it's not good anymore.
2: Yeah. And it's not easy finding like a solid cassette deck
0: (laughs) anymore probably, right?
2: I bet somebody's making them.
0: I'm oh, sure so I'm sure Urban Outfitters has some like $200 cassette tape player. <laughs> like what
2: the fuck? Dude, we're making our new album on cassette. That's a great like, there's idea. Still, there's still there's still people that there's still people that really dig it, so we're going to make it on cassette.
1: Well,
0: it you know I don't know. But also when you when you first started out, you know, you thought and obviously surviving seems to have a theme which I definitely want to talk about because I saw some of the couple of the statements that revolved around the songs, and I was so moved and blown away by it. I don't know, it just elevated everything because the songs are really fun and they're great. And that, but then you sort of hear, like, oh, but there's this whole layer of substance that supports it, and that's my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite thing in the world because I know it meant something to you guys, and also it feels like. Hey, now, you know, now, now that we're mature gentlemen, you know, there's, there's something very, um, I don't know, stoic is something that I, stoicism is something I talk about a lot about on the podcast. So if you want to, di- we can dive into that stuff now if you want, or we can ease into it a little more. How are you feeling?
2: Um, whatever, man. Like we're this, we're this, in your hands.
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, I just... Her life is in your hands. <laughs> life is in your hands, dude. <laughs> but it, because you guys have been a band now for two... Uh, Ooh, wow. 26 years. Is that right? 26 years. Uh, oh, this, is, yeah.
3: this is the 25th year. We're, we're within the 25th year. So oh we would be we would be getting... Because we started playing together in my, my parents' garage like toward the end of 93. Okay. So we're sort of like nearing that time yeah. when we were starting. So yeah almost 26 years i
0: mean it's almost it's almost the band is almost having it's like you know like the way that people do are you having that 25 year old existential like i'm 25 what's all this shit mean you know <laughs> is that is that sort of you feel like no, <laughs> what's happening
2: a little bit i, I don't think do? so i mean it, it, i i feel like i approach this not all that differently on a fundamental level from where when we started right you know that like this is uh, it's just fun You have to It has to be fun And challenging You know First After that It's like There's so much That's not up to you Right And, and you will be disappointed If you're chasing those things That aren't up to you mm-hmm. So it's like This is what we can do I mean I don't know I, I always felt like That That You know Me and and, and and probably everybody else Would be Involved in music In some way and you know for the rest of our lives really but um you know the idea the idea of us being a band a rock band 25 years later is definitely not <laughs> like any anything we contemplated
0: no but it but the ability to you know starting things is fun starting yeah. things is really fun maintaining things is not always fun you know like and that's where a lot of people fall out especially to keep a band together for 25 years when you all have to rely on one another or you kind of can't do your thing in a way, you know? Mm. You all really rely on each other. And so, how you know, how, how are you... I mean, it is in a way like a this marriage that you have to all... Even if you don't all agree, you kind of have to grow in the same direction over time or at least agree on potentially the neighborhood of where you're going.
2: Yeah. I think... I mean, it's 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 definitely something that we get asked more more often now. The older we keep, the, the older we get, that we keep doing this, the more surprising it is for a lot of people. I know I know it's it's kind of rare that you'd have the same people for so long doing something as wacky as playing in a rock band. Um, but I don't know. I think we I think we've done a good job about learning along the way and kind of. Uh, Utilizing what we what we've learned, like uh, like when you work with outside, like when you work with like an outside producer or something, as an example, like they're going to come to the table with an idea you might not agree with. Um, you might just instinctively think that it's a bad idea, Mm -hmm. but you can look. uh, You know, there's no way in hell you're actually going to do what they say, but (laughs) but you can you can. uh, uh, But what's behind that? You know why are they saying this suggestion? Like, does it mean that this part of this, this certain part of the song they're talking about isn't, it's not, it's not uh, you know effective enough for what it's for what it should be doing? Like, maybe their idea was wrong, but how can you? How would you? How would you do their idea? Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, you learn that, um, and then that's a lot of that's that's a lot uh, that's that's pre- pretty similar to our inner group dynamic. Like somebody might have a suggestion that. You might not agree with it first, but um, you always go down the road of exploring that because usually what happens is you end up discovering something that none of you had in mind that's actually way better. Right. So it's that, you know, you got to be willing – I guess we're all just really willing to, to um, you know, go down that road of discovery even if it doesn't end
3: up being your idea that you end up with. Well, just to add real quick, like, and I think that process, the sort of the idea of it it being fun and the idea of being willing to learn, like always kind of kept like when things did get like bad, like when we got dropped or we always sort of looked at it as like, Oh, well like instead of looking at it as a, you know, a negative thing, I think we were still having too much fun to say, well, we could quit now and just, you know, Every, like the universe is sort of telling us to quit. We're getting dropped, and like things aren't going well. But like, or, or we can sort of realize that this is still more fun than whatever else we'd be doing. So right, like, yeah. Let's... So and I think we uh, that always kind of kept us going is like, you know, the other side of the coin of of letting things get to you and turmoil and fighting and ending the band or whatever, however it would end. Like we always sort of thought, well, this is still fun. We still get along. Let's just keep going. Yeah, because it definitely
0: see it, it. doesn't seem like you're playing. To you're still playing because it's like you you have to do this, and it's it just seems like oh, you like doing it and it's fun. So why wouldn't you do more of the thing that's fun? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get why people like just
2: stop.
4: I mean, maybe um, and it's usually after a, a major label, like they get dropped from the label, they'll just quit. They'll yeah, all break up. I think, up after I think that. it
2: depends like, on your expectations. Yeah. Like if you expect to. Um, create something you're proud of. Like you can do this forever, right? If if you're willing to draw the line there, you right? Know? But if if you're if you're expecting, you know, to to move to Beverly Hills or something after your first single drops and everyone thinks you're the greatest, like,
0: uh,
2: uh, you're going to be disappointed.
0: Also, I don't think that's the best. I mean, I I think in most cases that is a really more of a curse than it is a blessing. I don't think. I don't think anyone really should knock it so far out of, par- out of the park on the first try because because oh, if you do, then it's like you're always going to be held to that first thing, and also you didn't really learn. You kind of there was a little bit of luck involved too, and then if you don't match that level every time, it's going to fuck with your head, mm. and you don't have enough experience to know like what's real, what's not real, yeah. and so it. I would, I would say, you probably really don't want to knock it out of the park until like your third yeah, or sounds... fourth. Like you've got some stuff because then people can go back and discover like, oh, this thing that we overlooked yeah. before was actually like a like a really cool thing. We were
2: really fortunate that that our first thing we did didn't <laughs> blow up. That we no, we it was it's invaluable the time we had to actually develop and learn how to be a band. The
4: road, uh yeah uh, yeah right next to each other in a van make
2: make know? connections with other with other bands and just kind of Static
3: Prevail sold 12,000 copies.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, you know, like <laughs> 12,000. 12, what? Out of those copies. I know. You know, that's actually a huge hit now in today's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a fun right? full circle. Yeah. If you're selling
3: 12,000 physical units then yeah, yeah, and yeah. You're crushing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because now, like, you know, if you had a YouTube channel and you sold 12,000 albums on your YouTube channel, you'd actually be like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, you know, that's, yeah. that's that's, that's kind of what you would need. you to... have
2: agents beating down your door for that.
0: <laughs> 12,000. This guy. Yeah. You know, I think that's. I I think that's gold now, isn't it? I think ten thousand. But at the time, was it? Did you feel like, well, we just have this momentum. It doesn't matter how many this sells. We're just going to keep going, and and we learned. Well, we were like, we were like twenty.
5: We didn't care. <laughs> we, were, we were on, on tour, tour was dude,
4: seeing the country. <laughs> like, Wasn't like, that around the time when the yeah. Germans, when we started shipping over stuff? To the yeah.
2: Germans, see, I never, too. I never felt like there was any kind of down period. Like all the, all, all what. On paper, when you hear about what our career has been like, like, um, you know, going through a bunch of labels and, um, you know, getting dropped from capital, it sounds like it'd be a bad, like, how, how they recover from this. But, I mean, on, from, from my perspective, it, it, things were just kind of progressing the entire time. Like, we would get a... We'd come back to a city, there'd be more people, or we'd have, like, a better support slot for somebody else bigger,
3: or we'd be plotting how to get to Europe...
2: Mm -hmm.
4: you
3: know because like but a lot of that is because you know i mean i i agree with you that's sort of how i felt too but when you look back like you know when we we got dropped from capital and then we made bleed american with our own money and luckily mark trombino who produced that record just basically said i'll work for free until we figure it out later and then we'll you know you can pay me later you know and he worked his ass off on that album you know and so Like, that was kind of lucky, and the fact that, like, I could easily see a world where Bleed American didn't get, you know, and it didn't have the success it had, and we're like, okay, well, you know, and and, and then maybe we pack it in because we gotta, like, finish college, or we have kids, or whatever, and, like, a lot of bands that we're really good friends with that were amazing bands that were, you know, in some cases more (laughs) talented and more hardworking than we did, they just, like, life kind of, like, okay, well, I gotta get a degree, I gotta, like, make it... I got to sort it out.
2: It's entirely possible this could be the comeback interview instead of <laughs>
0: instead of the we're still here interview.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This could be in the reunion interview instead of the one it is right now. Yeah. Well,
0: no, because I, I honestly think that you, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you're in it for the long, if you're in it for the long game, anything is going to have ebbs and flows, and then there's yeah. going to be, and it uh, also the more of a body of work you, because by the time Bleed American came out, I think. You'd been a band for like seven or eight years by that point, you know? Yeah. And so it, how many bands would have quit it? Four years, you know, like four years is a long time, you know? When you're young, it's long now. It's like, feels like six months. But but at the time, you know, and it was being able to have that perspective of like, oh, we're just evolving and we're progressing and... That's the part, you know, like, that's the nugget for me that's a takeaway that's so valuable for anyone who's doing anything creative or or even not. But the idea that your perspective on it could have been, what the fuck? This fucking sucks. Fuck all these people. I don't yeah. give a shit. I don't want to do this anymore. This, this sucks. You know, and one of the statements that you made about one of the tracks on the album was about kind of like really the letting go of the ego stuff and – and if you can do that, and if you have this kind of perspective that you have, then you're always, like, I don't know how much more success anyone could ever have than that, you know? It's like mm. happiness and joy with what you're doing and being able to do what you love, like, it doesn't, all the metrics yeah. around that don't matter. You are doing great things sure. because you love them.
2: Why do you, yeah. why do you, why do you need success? Like, what's, what, what are you actually satisfying
0: Right, or material like, what, success, anyway.
2: What? Yeah. What's the hole you're trying to fill with external validation? Right. You know, it's like, okay, so now, now you're a big success. Are you done? Right. Like, really? You're done now. Like, you've. That's it. I'm done. Like, I guess that what, was the thing. What's next? Oh, that was the thing. Yeah. Whew. I feel uh, kind of empty still. <laughs> you know, like what's.
0: <laughs> It I wonder how many people way. get. I wonder how many people get like horrible depression after their first like major success when they're like, "Oh, that was a weird, fleeting moment. How do I? What do? How? Uh, what happens now? I didn't really think this far ahead. You know, you know when you're when you're young and you're envisioning like, then you're gonna get this, and then we're gonna have like platinum record, and then, and you're like, then what? I don't know, and man. Then? then it's just all. Then it's all what? Yeah, <laughs> you know? right.
3: Like you still and, have to live and, with and, yourself and a lot of people i i mean i think this is pretty common but even people who have that level of success or you know that you know that thing you think of if i just can accomplish this then i'll be satisfied right and then when you actually accomplish it or you 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 know go way further than you could ever imagine and then you're left with that feeling of like okay well i don't really feel that much different i don't feel like you know like as a just as a human being you don't feel like oh i'm this Right. Is, I, I, I've I've done it. You know. You still feel like, oh man. Like, you know. It, well, I, it, it, there's that. There's like that kind of wait. I'm supposed to be happier, but I'm not. And and, and, and I, I think I made this deal with myself yeah. in my head.
0: It all made so much sense. Yeah.
3: I I think that we I I for whatever reason I think all our all of our personalities, even when things were going well, like even you know when when. Like the middle was being played like crazy and and, and we actually started make, having commercial success. Like it was like we didn't really we noticed some things about it, but we didn't really the like we didn't really like when it was all over, like when Bleed American the touring cycle was over, I was like, huh you know, like that, that was <laughs> well that happened. Yeah, that, that was cool. <laughs> and then and then I and then as you get older and you look back and you see other bands like Going through a similar kind of success where they they sort of break out with some big song or a handful of songs, and i I just asked myself, well, I wonder if they're like as clueless as we were when we were doing it and like not appreciating it or not really being in the moment. And I'm and the, sure most people are. Like, no
0: one has any fucking idea about anything. I mean, you know, like, anyone who pretends that they know, like, you, the only way you find out is through experience. Like, but no one can tell you that. No. But I
3: think, actually, it's a good thing that we were like that because I think, you know, that's the thing we're talking about is, like, when you when you do kind of start, oh, we're, we're, we're you know, like, when we were at Capitol, we'd walk around the building and Capitol to meet people, and, like, no one knew... Who we were because we really we were so young and like we didn't make them any money and it was like our A&R guy knew who and and like his secretary the, knew the, the college day. department knew who we were yeah those guys everyone there was cool but it was like when we go to the label it was like David Spade like and you are right and, right right you know you're here to see you know and and so like you know when you get to the point where you you know we were at a label that actually. Um, You know, like where we did well for them, and they were stoked that we were on the label, and it was like a good relationship. You know, I mean, it's just I think that um, we we just through the whole thing. I felt like, for whatever reason, I think maybe due to our cluelessness a little bit, just or our young, our immaturity, but we kind of just sort of glided through that time and didn't and didn't really, you know, Jim didn't become like you know flat ironing his hair. (laughs) <laughs> and And doing all these weird new things that front guys like to do so. supported you though uh, so, <laughs> I mean that's be, why this is the glue
2: that yeah. has held
1: this group together for twenty five years so
2: I'd be kinda weird if I started doing that now, right like,
1: <laughs> like
0: I missed
2: <laughs> I my flat <laughs> ironing window
0: <laughs> you need to come in my guitar hero hair in those tomorrow, those man. jeans that are basically just leggings and yeah, you, you, you know, know. know... but it but it's like i can I can see all your faces you the natural state of your faces seems to be smile. Like, you have happy faces. Like, that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the, the older you get, you know, who was it? Was it Oscar Wilde, that I think, that said, you know, at 20 you get the face you're born with, and at 50 you get the face you deserve. <laughs> so, you know, if you're just, like, scowling all the time, you can yeah. tell, you can look around and yeah, tell, yeah. like, yeah, dude, it's got some shit going on. But you guys all seem so happy, you know? And, and it, I don't know you know, what more you could possibly ever want. So why not just have fun doing what you like doing?
2: Right. Like if, if we weren't enjoying this, we wouldn't be here.
0: Yeah. Like,
5: why would we be why here? Like, what do you,
2: <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't enjoy this, but if we didn't, like, I, I wouldn't be here.
0: Yeah. And also like in the, in the path to, even in the path to achieving whatever it is that you think you want. People can get so voraciously ambitious, and ambition is good in moderation, but they can get so voraciously ambitious that when they do succeed, then they're fucking bitter, because now it's just like, anyone who didn't suck my ass on the way up, look out, you know, like, then they get resentful and angry, and it's like, well, then that's not, that's not fun either, so I don't know. It, it just seems like whatever you've been doing, you've done, you've done right? um and i i really think uh the 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 message and the sort of the thesis statement i mean w- w- did you just start writing the songs and then you realize like oh i guess this is what they're about or did you set out to sort of you know have this idea of you know letting the ego stuff go and kind of being in the moment and being who you are and accepting who you are
2: i think um you know how we write can be any number of things. Like, we don't have a set route that that, that an idea takes. Um, we do our best not to self-censor when we're working on something, try to see it to completion the best we can, and then, you know, later on we'll kind of assess if it's good enough to to be in contention for, for, for an album, um, for an album song. Uh, and I think, like, the material on Surviving is just... You know, it's just kind of a is this sort of a you know, a document of the this particular time, you know, and like these are the things there were you know, I was thinking about like since since our last record up until now. It's just kind of like here's here's what's been going on lately. And it, it just you know, it, it, it is kind of cohesive. Like I think when when it's like three or four ideas get get sort of fleshed out and you can kind of pick up um you know, what, what you're trying to tell yourself, then it, it's, you You can lean into that and get, and get more material from, from that. Like there's other, uh, um, you know, there's, there's other, if you can see, if you can see the main, the main point that you're, that you're kind of getting at with everything, there's, there's, a, there's a, there's a million nuances to it, I think.
0: Well, I hope, I hope that when people listen to the album, they also read the lyrics because it really does add a whole other dimension and it is kind of a personal diary, you know, at, at the same time. And I, I often wonder like, is the best approach, well, I'm just going to write this stuff for me. And if you want to, if that speaks to you in some way, if you want to join in, if that resonates with you, great. But you know, like this is just, you know, I'm kind of just exposing how I feel, you know, or Mm -hmm. what, what I'm going through at the moment. And, to me that has more of a, a ring of authenticity that I think people will pick up on, even if they don't read the lyrics, because something about it is more meaningful to all of you. And that, is, that will come across even subconsciously yeah. to the audience. I think
2: it might not be, it just, it's just about what you want to do, what you want to say, what you want to hear happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that has to be, that has to be for you. Um, Whether it's, like a need to communicate something or to make a statement or to just um you know whatever it is you're working on you have to you have to connect with it in some deeper way i think otherwise no one else is gonna you know it it's gonna be very hard for it to transcend beyond you you know like and i think people people pick up on that too if if um if you're trying to chase their approval of something, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a huge turnoff. Like people people hear right through that, you know, like um, I'm, I don't have any illusions that what we, I don't expect even the most hardcore Jimmy Eat World fan to like everything we do. <laughs> I, I, you know, like they're not, they're right. just not. But I think if we're proud of what we're putting out, then I think the, the right people will find it. Yeah, might not be everybody, but I think the right people will find it and you know, there's the opportunity to connect with with those people.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I guess if you're gonna if something is gonna fall on its face, you'd rather have it be because you chose to do it and not because you uh, begrudgingly agreed to do something you didn't feel right about, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, because that's that's kind of something you don't control. I mean, uh there's certainly ways to make yourself less accessible on purpose. Sure. But I don't think anyone really has the the uh the magic formula for instant wide appeal. <laughs> no. Like, I mean maybe Max Martin, but that's about it. Like the you know, and if you're to so it's it's sort of pointless to chase that. Like, yeah, you got to be smart about opportunities that come your way, but as far as like chasing someone's approval, like that's that's not like who, if you start writing things for some imaginary other listener, like it's going to sound focus grouped, you know, sure. and that's going to be a turnoff. Like it's, yeah. what do you, where's yeah. that coming from?
0: Why? I know. And also it, it just, I, I just can't help but wonder, cause I feel like I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to know what you want. And so, and I genuinely feel like, everyone is smarter than i am and so when i get into a situation and someone goes you should really do this i go okay well i'm maybe you're right maybe i'm wrong i don't know when to i don't always know when to like dig my heels in and go no this i i know it has to be this way you know and i'll say to people that i work with like hey if you have an idea and you feel have a compelling reason i'm open let me know yeah. and I, maybe cuz maybe i don't maybe i don't know so how how do you know, like, when someone is saying, oh, you should do this, rather than just thinking about it, how do you know, like, well, yeah, no, I I really believe what I want to do is
3: the right way to go? I think it helps being in a band context. Like, for, you know, like, if you're doing stand-up comedy or whatever project, like, from a solo perspective, it's harder because you, you don't really have that. You know, you might ha- you the might- audience
0: tells you. Oh, the audience, yeah. <laughs> but like, no, we did not enjoy that one. Oh, then by all means,
3: continue to be yeah, silent. Yeah, no, that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, I think for so uh, like for us, when it comes to decisions on what to do or what not to do, or is this this, you know, because for us, it's 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 a, like if we put out music, you know, like we kind of have to commit to it, and it's something that if 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 you know, at the very least, um, there's a. There's a partnership of sounding you know we could be a sounding board for each other, like what works and what doesn't work mm-hmm. but um you know, I think that uh I think that and I, and I don't even know if that happens all that much because I think we all do like kind of agree and have a similar idea of what's what's good and what isn't good, mm-hmm. but like just having that you know, oh hey, you know, if Jim shares with us an idea, I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome, like yeah, great. you know sometimes you, you know you just need to hear that. Yeah, so that's interesting to hear that because it, it also
0: it, you essentially also become your like off stage support structure at the same time. Sure, but you have yeah. to yes. give a shit about each other and you have to kind of want to be doing the same thing for that to really mm-hmm. work. So I think in a way there is a stroke of luck. You're all lucky that you found each other all those years ago and just happened to have the right personalities that gel together. I mean, listen, mm. artists, you know, musicians, performers, actors, whatever, it's, it's a, it can be a complicated lot, you know? Mm. And so there are so many things that get in the way. And I guess if you guys, do you, have, do you so, still have the sort of relationship with one another where you can say without fear of, really putting someone off, oh, I don't, you may be off base about that. Can, are, can you have constructive, critical conversations? Like, Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, intelligent oh, discourse?
2: Boy. Sure. Oh, I think there's a, a level of respect that that we have between each other. Um, and plus, like, when, when you're in a really heated kind of discussion about something creative, I think I, I wouldn't want to be working with people that didn't where we didn't have some heated discussions about creative things, because that means you're in, you're working with people who are invested in the project. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean like it's not working. It means, yeah, it's really working. Like everyone's fighting for the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like you got to keep that in mind. Like you, you might be in a, in a, in a large creative disagreement where, um, I mean, it's, it's rare, but, but if you, you do find yourself in a, um, an intense creative disagreement, you gotta just keep in mind that we're fighting for the same thing here. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, we have different ideas about how to get there. Um, but like I said earlier, like if you're willing to see, to let go of your idea and look for just what the best idea is, what usually happens is something that, was need, but that was, wasn't anyone's original idea that ends up being the thing that makes the, the puzzle you're trying to solve work.
0: Yeah. I, I want to sort of go around the table and find out everyone's, uh, approach to, I, 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 I love to ask creative people like, you know, like breaking through the wall when you hit the wall and you're like, I have nothing left. I don't know what else to say. I'm never going to have another good idea again. This is so hard. Cause again, it's to, to get struck by a lightning bolt of inspiration is great, but it doesn't happen all the time. It's like, you got to go in little bits, I think, and, just keep working and working and working and working, and then those moments come. But when you sort of feel like you're empty, what does anyone have, like, what are all your tricks or what do you do? Do you pull away? Do you work harder? Do you change your your scenery? What do you do? Let's start with you, Jim. Oh, man. You could probably do
2: another podcast just on this. (laughs) Because there's so many... um... Well, I think... In what we do, like like musically, um, there's always like uh, if if you're just hitting the wall, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things you can do, Um, and and usually that's like starting something completely completely different. Mm -hmm. If you're hitting the wall, it's usually because um, you're 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 kind of psyching yourself out on some level. Like you start you've you become invested. And now you have expectations for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can um get away from if you can get away from that in in some like or or think of like a, a a ten a tangential sort of way to work on what you're working on. Just as long as you sort of as you keep in motion, I think you'll end up okay. Like uh uh you know, so let's say you're working on a song and uh you have a, a pretty good idea of kind of what's happening. I mean, I guess like, but, but you're stuck on, you're stuck on a, like a, a particular section of the song working, or you're stuck on lyrics or something. There's a, some place that you're stuck. Yeah. Like, okay, well, who's talking? Like, what's their, like, you know, take the, like, what's their backstory? Like, who, who is this? Who are they talking to? Where are they? What's it look like? So just start asking start, questions. Yeah. You start asking questions. Like, I think you, um, you know you ask you ask questions you get answers you get you ask more questions out of that It doesn't really matter where you're going with this It's just as long as you keep moving and then after a while, you end up with this giant tree of of information about what you're thinking about you know and you can kind of uh maybe maybe it helps to kind of pick a route on how to fall down the tree <laughs> to get out of the situation you're in or or you just pick up like I mean I think that's why every time you get a new like effect pedal, you end up writing a song because it's just sort of <laughs> you know what I mean like there's no pressure it's like like there's no expectation it's just like I did this and it sounds weird, okay, I'm gonna do it again, Oh, that sounds cool oh, this is a good idea for a song um you just you just yeah you just you just move to something different and keep working to just so some new
0: stimuli yeah to basically yeah so
2: just stay stay creative, but just do something that 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 doesn't have any expectations at all. Just for you. Yeah. Yeah. What you about get, you? You get a win, and then it's easy to have momentum. Yeah, but, Yeah.
0: exactly, exactly. And then you're more inspired, and then those the, those things start firing. What do you do?
3: I, I think that the, the stepping away is good, too. Like, I think just not doing, <laughs> not doing anything and just sort of, you know, you might just be, like, just exhausted or creatively tired or whatever, like, um, i We took I think one of the best things we ever did was uh in, I think it was two thousand and fifteen like we took we were writing songs for a record, and it just didn 't seem like it was going great, and you know we were like pushing and pushing and trying harder and harder, and then Jim was just like, well hey what about what if we just like stop doing this and take some time off you know and stop it ended up being yeah <laughs> it ended up being one of the best decisions we ever made because I think we came back from that break like fucking ready to go you know and it was like you almost kind of had to and i think sometimes when you take that step back you start to realize some things that like why why like you start asking yourself more kind of general questions like well you, you a you you i think investigate well why do i do this or what do i miss about not doing it and then that fuels you to like um, appreciate it more and then go back into it with a little bit more you know you're 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 more clear-headed I mm-hmm. think and then the other thing I would recommend is oblique strategies do you know what yeah. that is <laughs> No so uh, is it Brian Eno and his, is like his him and his buddy did it Yeah they were just trading like prompts
2: so for, it's like for for uh, like I think I think the other friend he was working with was like a visual artist
3: Yeah it's like a deck of cards so if you're like man I'm stuck. You just like take a card out of the deck and it says something and it's, it's like, like
1: two or three it's, words. It's it, like uh you know yes, it could be anything. It'd Consider be like, the frame.
3: Yeah, like just and like the, and you sort of for, reflect on yeah.
1: that
0: or Yeah, you, and it's
3: just like it, your thing for the day. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on that for whatever I'm just doing. Just keep today. it in mind. That's like, really cool. Know. Yeah.
0: That's really
3: cool because
0: ultimately any art is the re expression of something. And so maybe it's like, you know, if a hay baler isn't spitting out hay, maybe you just need to put fucking hay in it, you know? Like, that's such a great... You know, my wife and I were driving up the central coast of California, and she just got... That's his idea to, like, let's just come up with movie ideas. I'm like, I don't... We're driving. We're in the middle of nowhere. And she goes, okay, uh, that creepy farmhouse over here, go. Just start talking about it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. There's uh, these uh, space lobsters come. And then she's like, yeah, yeah. And then we're just, like, free associating. And then after a few minutes, it's like oh, actually, this was really fun and creative and I wouldn't have Hmm. thought to do this before. Hmm. And even if we're not going to use, like, Space Lobster's Attack a Farm, it... Who knows what that has seeded for something Sure. later I don't know, on? I know, man. Now that
2: the Sharknado franchise is kind of <laughs> over, I think Shark Lobster... <laughs> Space, Space Lobster. Space Lobster's lobster. Attack
0: of Farm. Space Lobster! Down! and we get Fred Schneider, we yeah, get the bp to re- just record an updated version of Rock Lobster. Yeah. So Stepping Away was your idea as well. Yeah, so
1: Stepping well. Away, so uh, an example would be uh, in recording of this album, Surviving, uh, there was a moment where there's just like this little tiny bass movement, and... Uh, after about 20 attempts, it wasn't happening, and then it was like, okay, now let's just uh, let's let's step away, and we did. And we called it a night. It was getting late, and uh, came back in the morning, and and over the night, uh, and in particular, just went to sleep. Woke up the next morning. I I purposely didn't think about it. I consciously didn't focus on it because that's what was happening. I was focusing too much on it, so clear your mind, go for a walk, see some birds in flight, maybe some flowing water, and uh, came in, first go. Done. That's fantastic. Done. I thought you were going to say smoke marijuana. <laughs> well, it <laughs> depends on what your goal is. <laughs>
4: That's a good one too. Though. Usually like, the next morning, you're, yeah, you walk away thinking it's going to sound really good, and then you listen to the, what you did the <laughs> next it's morning. Like, oh jeez, <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, that? What was I? <laughs> what was I doing? But yeah. you know, at least you still went through the exercise.
0: And I guess just sort of going <laughs> through the exercise goes back to what Jim was yeah. saying. What, what about yours? What, what do you do?
4: It's Pretty much the same thing. If it's if I hit a wall, I'll just move on to the next thing, and um, just try to come back to it when I'm some sort of inspiration.
0: Yeah, some things maybe aren't ready when they f- you first spit them out. Yeah. It's okay to let them sit and bake for a while. Yeah. But how often do you go through, you know, old material or maybe stuff that you just have, haven't really developed yet? And Do you kind of go through stuff every so often and go, do I have new ideas for these? All for these old- <laughs> the time. All yeah. the
2: time, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we get stuck a lot. So there's, there's always, like every album... There's always like, I got 20 other things that, that are in various stages of of being fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Some of them are still just like, like one riff, and other things are whole arrangements without lyrics. It's like, you you never know where something later on is going to be. Uh, you might you might be stuck in something you an earlier thing you did. You can cannibalize it for the the part that actually just works. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Actually, there's a song on "Surviving" called "All the Way," where the chorus is something that we've, an idea we've had around for a long time, actually, but for whatever reason, it just never seemed to work. Like I think we've tried making it into a song a couple times, and it just didn't work. But for whatever reason, like now, it's like it works. It just like slid right in and just like sounded like it was supposed to be there this whole time.
0: Yeah, that's a great song too because it. I love the idea that you basically you're saying like you know you're not going to meet your you're probably not going to meet <laughs> your life partner at a bar, you know, just like spending time like what are you doing? It kind of to me it sort of feels like are you spinning your wheels, you know, like looking for stuff in the wrong places.
2: Yeah, sort yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like what do you value? <laughs> what how do you, how are you going to meet someone who values those things? Like is, it, it's um, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of of knowing yourself that goes into to uh, making connections with other people, mm-hmm. and until you sort of do some of that work, I don't think you're you're gonna just be like disappointed. That's
0: asking questions too, though. Yeah, that's asking questions about yourself, and I, and I always feel lucky that I'm in a business and in a profession where I do have to be introspective in order to create something because I think most people don't really think about doing it or they don't have time because their job forces them to live in a very external existence to get, you know, to get their tasks done and you know if you're a writer and you're constantly like this is how I feel, this is what I'm thinking, what am I thinking? Who am I? What do I want? Why do I want those things? I, I honestly just think most people life gets in the way. They just forget to do that stuff, but it's so important because you can't you can't achieve stuff if you don't even know what that is that is meaningful to you. And if you don't know who you are, then how do you know what's meaningful to you?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like especially when it comes to like like relationships, it's like, well, um, what is your ideal partner? Mm-hmm. Who is that? And and then you know. What are you doing to be that, <laughs> right? You know, like how do you expect to have to to meet that if you're nowhere near that yourself? You know? Right. Like, oh, I guess like I got some stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you take a, if you sit and take a look at it, it's like what really? What are you doing to get that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, again, I think it's important for folks to like write stuff down, look yes. at it from a third person perspective, because you might. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, you know, whenever someone completes a project, whether it's a film or an album or whatever, I always like to find out, did they learn something about themselves? That, like when they take a step back and they go, oh, I thought I was expressing this, and maybe to a degree I was, but look at all these other things now that I can kind of see it you know, from a third-person perspective. I guess I was trying to express this, or I guess this is what was meaningful to me. Did you, was there something about, about surviving that afterwards you were like, oh... Hey, here's something I've learned about myself. Yeah, I think I think that happens
2: that happens all the time. Um you know, you in the in the in the 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 initial stages of an idea, you're just getting something out. You're not you You, you can't self-censor, otherwise you will end up in one of those places where you're stuck when sure. you're kind of when you're self-aware. Oh that's dumb. Oh that's dumb, oh that's dumb too. Yeah, you're self-aware, you start judging things before yeah. you've even finished it. You know, it's like you know you can always you can always go and revise you can always go and edit yourself later you don't have it's not like instantly going out into the onto youtube right now you know it's like <laughs> you can suck anonymously and it's fine
0: <laughs> you know but it's a great that is i'm sorry but that is the takeaway you yeah. can suck anonymously it's okay to sure. not but we live like our entire social economy is judgment now like it's that's all it is it's so unhealthy you know and so maybe people just don't even realize that that's an option
3: it's yeah. a huge, it's a huge impediment to people like you know there's you know as we get older we're less willing to learn stuff you know yeah. like it's cool that you're like oh I want to learn how to play guitar yeah like a lot of you know like i've heard people say oh i'd love to be able to play the piano I'd love, like, you know, that are in the middle age era of life. Um, And it's like, well, you know, like, my wife has wanted to learn how to play. I'd love to learn how to play the cello or whatever. And I was like, well, like, how old is your, your grandfather? He's, like, 95, right? Imagine if he said that, like, when he was... You know, in his young forties, he's for like, 50 "I, wa- I want to learn how to play the cello," and he just started playing twenty minutes every day. He'd be shredding. Yeah, you know. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you can do it. It's just I think people are afraid of sucking, and it's like it's okay to suck. You know, let let show let us show you our demo tapes from when we <laughs> like, first no. started, <laughs> please. And it's like, you know, someone, uh, you know, not to not to bust Jim's balls, but someone was like has a a son in a band is like my son's really afraid of like he's he's a great guitar player a great musician but he's scared of the singing component Mm -hmm. you know i was like well have him listen to this like this is one of our jim's first demos of like us singing you know one of jim's first songs that he sings and jim had kind of more of like a a less trained kind of more punk rock kind of voice but if you compare, even like, that's generous. Well, <laughs> hey. it's it's no. it's not a very good vocal performance. But he also was young and inexperienced. But like, if you compare, I was like, listen to that, and now listen to how Jim sings now, and it's like, you know, that's the same person. If you know, people can try something at first and think, well, I suck at it, so okay, I'm no, I can't do that. You know, and it's, uh, people say that to me all the time like, oh, I could never ha- learn how to play drums. You know, I can't do all those things with my hands at the same time. And yeah. I was like, well, do you drive a car? I was like, well, yeah, well, then you, you use four way coordination every day. Yeah, people underestimate the, the
0: craftsmanship of repetition, where, because I, I think mm-hmm. everyone just assumes, like, we well, got to be born. With, yes, some people are predisposed. There are three or four year old prodigies who just are naturally inclined. But for the most part, when you see someone knocking shit out of the park it's because they were doing it all day every day for a really long time it's like the more work mm. you put in like that's sort of the unsexy secret about it it's like yeah you're good at whatever you focus on and if you do it every day you're going to get fucking good at it you know like there's yes. just no it's not <laughs> there's no, that's not that's not you forget a big that as secret. you get older
2: too you forget sure. that, that that becomes hazy a hazy memory of like that time that you we're working really hard, and no one was clapping. Right. You know, it's like, but that's everything. Like, if you have to be um, – <laughs> there's actually a song on the record called Diamond that's about this very thing where it's like – it's it's fascinating how we're, we're just so not okay with incremental progress.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like we set these expectations for ourselves, and if we don't meet them, that means there's something wrong, and I should stop. It's like you want to learn – how to play a musical instrument and you don't have any knowledge or technical ability yet it's like well, okay you have two choices you can start you can move closer to it or you can just stay the same and wish that you could play a musical instrument mm-hmm. it's like that's all you really have is getting closer to it like i've been playing guitar since second grade and i can say i have a pretty good knowledge of guitar but i still feel like I'm I'm just still getting closer to to knowing how to play guitar. It's like there's no there's no finish line to any of this stuff. You're just kind of getting closer, you're getting more knowledge, like you're never
0: done. Right. Well, the thing that inspired me most to cuz I started taking piano lessons this year too, and the thing that inspired me to do that was watching was YouTube is like watching people who would say, "Hey, I'm going to make a 6-minute video" And I've never played this instrument before. And over the course of a year, it's just their progress from playing, you know, whatever, an hour a day, which is uh, can be a lot for some people. But, but still, just playing some time consistently. And then you see, like, wow, one month, that, they're not bad. Three months, hey, that's pretty good. Six months, and then a year, and it's like, fuck, now you could just be in a band. Like, now you could just be in a band. Yeah. And that, when you look at it from that perspective, and your incremental thing... It's exactly how interest works. Like, yeah, you might get 2% interest one year, but then the 2% on top of 2% on top, and then all of a sudden it compounds, and then over, at a certain point in time it's just, like, explodes. Like, sure. the curve just explodes. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's
2: like, well, it's like I'd love to have $1,000 in my bank account as padding for, for when something goes wrong. Right. Like, unless you, are, unless you put, like, a dollar in that at least... Every day, like you're never gonna have a, a spare grand at some point that, that you can <laughs> just like, throw right, in there, there. right? <laughs> it's like, you know, like I'll, I'll, have, oh, I will i i can not wait till I have a spare thousand dollars sitting yeah. around, and then I'll that'll be my my my, oh, so my You put that. Cushion. You have to put a little bit in there. No, yeah. no, it's like you can, but uh, but you don't. But for some reason, you don't want to get closer to it. You think like I'll never get there if I put a dollar in. But like you, you can have it. In three years, you could have that. Like, what? Yeah. Do, do you plan on being alive three
0: years from now? I hope. I hope I there's mean, still like, why a plan in here. Yeah. Why, not have, why not be that much closer to your goal? It's a different <laughs> approach between... It's like the sort of all-or-nothing approach versus like, why not just take the something approach? Just do mm-hmm. something. <laughs> just do a yeah. little something. doesn't have to be all-or-nothing. You know? Like, mm-hmm. just a little bit of something every day. I mean, like you said, 20 minutes a day. 10 minutes a
4: day if you did something
0: for 10 minutes a day
4: learning a language yes yeah
0: 10 minutes and there's no excuse to not because you know in the old days you had to like seek out you had to apprentice was you had to fucking seek out people or get you know someone guarded knowledge now like literally everything you ever wants in your fucking pocket like there's no (laughs) any piece of knowledge you could ever want any you know
3: but I think that the, the, the phone, you know, and technology and being able to see what's going on out there and what people are doing makes it harder. You know, like when we were kids and we wanted to learn our instruments, like we didn't have YouTube to look up like, oh, these other kids are shredding and I suck. Right. You know, so I'm gonna, I can't do it. You know, like we, you, when you're a kid, you think, oh, well you know, I can learn this, and and when you suck, no one cares. They're just, they think it's cute you're doing it. You know, oh, well, you know, he's playing the drums, and he sucks, but that's cute, and then uh, the kid feels like this confidence of just doing it or whatever, and then, but as you get older, we lose it, but I feel like now, like, kids, like, are affected by seeing everyone's, like, look how awesome everyone is. Yeah, this sort of the idealized
0: version of, the idealized version of, you know, I put a thing on Instagram of playing this short little classical piece. It's not a complicated piece, but it was a big deal for me. Everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so good. But I don't think, I, I probably failed to mention, I probably played this 75 times, like multiple times I would try so to record many, yeah. it. And when you put a camera on yourself, it's <laughs> a whole different ball game. Like, I was playing this before, and now my hands yeah. hate me. And it was just like the 76th time it worked. <laughs> and that's the one i posted but they didn't see the other 75 sure. times where i got to the end or the and so maybe it's just having that understanding of you know the internet is a fake a somewhat degree fake or idealized version of sure. you know it, it is the matrix too. for people it's like your idealized self so Understand that and know that all those people stumbled the way that you feel like you're stumbling. Now, no, no oh, one, no one could just mm. fall out of the womb and play ripping solos. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. I mean, I, I love hearing that at this point you still feel like you have a lot to learn, but you had to get to this level of understanding to even know how much you didn't know. You know, like that's right. a whole. That's just mm. kind of a weird enlightenment that you achieve from experience.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I learned. Uh You know, starting to play guitar, I, I kind of idolized like the shredder guys, mm-hmm. like the the um, kind of more more metal based guitar players that were like just shredders, like Steve I, I, I or Satriani section, right? or. um But you know, I was like, I-
1: don't forget <laughs> <laughs> You can't forget Inge, man.
2: As I got a little bit better, I realized, oh man that's that's really far away
4: <laughs> so I kind of
2: had to set different different um you know you start you start diving into musicianship a little bit more, and there's ways to there's ways to challenge yourself and like get more of that aha sort of moment um on a smaller scale, which I think led to like just kind of in general setting. Um, one 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 thing I think I mean going back to this for for a minute because it, it's kind of a metaphor, but I think setting realistic goals for yourself and being able to hit those every once in a while, like it, it gives you momentum to keep to keep going. Yeah, you know. So it's like if I can, all right. So I can't really do that solo, but I could like kind of comp around it, or I could probably you know like what can you do, mm-hmm. and then you you get that and you nail it, and then you could that gives you momentum to try something harder and then you know that gives you, you get that it gives you momentum to try something even harder.
0: Yeah, cuz in your head you'll check the box of success or failure. And if you say you know, I'm going to practice for 3 hours a day and the first day you don't do it you're like "Good fucking suck. But if you say like, well I'm going to do it, you know, 15 minutes and see what happens and then you right. you're able to check that box in your brain. You go, I succeeded today. I did what I set out to do. And I think that what you're saying is great because I think when you get those wins, it makes you up your game or focus on it more, or it just kind of opens doors that I think maybe wouldn't have been there before.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're definitely more likely to persevere
0: with some small victory under your belt. Yeah, are you? Is there? Forgive me for not, is, Are you? Are you guys about to tour, or is are you are you touring currently, or what are you going to do? Um, you never really clock out of this gig. But it's starting to get a lot
2: more busy. <laughs> is that exciting? Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it doesn't always stay this busy, so it's 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 exciting. This, in a way, is like the tip of the iceberg, the beginning of of uh, what will probably end up being another year and a half, two years of of our lives doing uh, doing the surviving run and whatever else Touring. that entails.
1: Yeah, we've been so. Yeah, we've been you know creating and more recently rehearsing 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 and now we're to the point where like okay presentation time so and do, when you get to
0: the end of a tour do you have a moment where you go fuck i wish we could record these songs now you know what i mean oh yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> I was like i would was... yeah <laughs> well you learn about i mean we're at the
2: we're, we're i guess we're at the the kind of point where um we we don't we don't play out a whole lot of like brand new songs for people first. I think we 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 like to have a recording of it first, mm. and but you don't really. I don't know. We I think we should probably do more of that because like you you really do learn something about it by by getting it in front of people. Sure, uh, and that that informs your choices, which right? May or may which you know. It, uh, it'll 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 end up sounding different a year from now. For it's like sure.
3: taping a comedy special, like just with brand new material you've never tried, and then you tour on the material, and then like you do. Okay, I'm going to do my second comedy special <laughs> with the same material. It's going to yeah. be way better.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you've had a you had a chance yeah, yeah, to yeah. understand
3: it and workshop it yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But that's
0: the thing. You know, I think comedians. I always wonder if like you know all all comedians want to be rock stars, and I think mo- most musicians want to be funny, in, in the sense that we're always peeking over the fence and i think mm-hmm. as a comedian what always makes me jealous about musicians is that you like people want to hear like when you when something works they want to hear it over and over again once people have heard a joke Ninety percent of the time <laughs> oh, yeah. they do not want to hear it again, you guys like, have I already it. heard this I, yeah. you know
3: you guys have it way harder than we <laughs> way way <do>. harder <laughs> yeah, like, I, that's one thing <laughs> I admire we'd um, start
2: we'd start playing the middle, people
5: oh no, this is all I've heard this I heard
3: yeah.
0: that no, they I fucking know this no, they just but start they, singing along with it, yeah. Yeah. yeah I know it's
3: different that's yeah. a that's, yeah. different that's that yeah that's good that's a big challenge i mean i've I've seen like you know comics discuss this like I think. There was, like, a discussion between Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld about, like, you know, when you go see Prince, you don't want to hear the new stuff. You want to hear the hits. Right. You know? And, you know, and I think that's, um, you know, and then there's that. But, but you know, I think there has been, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, it does seem like there has been a more focus for comics to really have to come up with. You know, they're relo- they're relying less on older material and they're... Yeah, because they have more pressure to come up with something new every time. The special is a
2: huge thing now, like having a
0: new hour. Well, I, and I feel like it's, it is a huge thing and I feel like it's not at the same time. The idea that it's called the special is funny because it, to me, they're not super special anymore in the sense that, you know, when I used to get like a Steve Martin album or a right. Richard Pryor album or whatever, I would listen to it a thousand times and now i feel like people are such voracious consumers and they so it's just like ah what's next you know yeah and and it's like they don't really retread and there's so much content in all directions that it doing a special is almost just like well this is just the end of that cycle and it just signifies the beginning of a new cycle rather than this is the sum total of my work enjoy you know it's like great i mean even the fact that we do a podcast at least you know once a week it's you know for most people it's just kind of disposable like i heard that you know i don't even listen to it again i got it what's next what do you got for me next you know but at least with music if you can if you can kind of make that agreement with the audience and go hey guys this is new you don't know it but if you just give it a chance, it will be the song that the next time you're like, oh, I wish they played, you know, right. Pain sure. or Diamond or whatever, when the first time they were like, I don't but I don't know this one. Like, yeah. allow yourself to enjoy new things.
2: It's tricky because I think, like, with music, people have to... What really makes music special is the associations you build with it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what the artist had in mind. Mm-hmm. It's just like what, what you, what the listener chooses to bring to it, you know, like, um, um, you know, if a listener starts asking themselves questions about something and, and they, they get answers from, from, from the work that, that you're presenting them, then it's theirs. Right. You know, like, um, And it's just like a different, it's just a different medium, you know?
0: And also giving yourself the opportunity to, yeah, that's a great, you're absolutely right. It anchors to sort of your, also your life experiences. Have you ever had an experience with an album? Uh, I remember, I'm a big Radiohead fan. I remember when Amnesiac came out and it was such a departure from everything else. And I listened to it the first time and I was like, I don't get it. And then I took the the CD and a disc man with me to uh, to England. And I just forced myself to listen to it like four, four or five more times. And that fifth time I was like, oh, I get it. You know, like it was just – it was right. living in my head. And, you know, do you think – would you tell people like, you know, give stuff more than just five seconds per tr- – you know, it's like the bounce rate of a YouTube video, no, most you know – if you, if someone if fifty percent of your audience sticks through the end, it's considered a win, right. you know. So how do you, when attention spans are so so short, convince people like just sit with it, let it breathe, give it a chance, like really let it kind of sink into your life. Yeah, I try
2: to intro new songs live as like uh, here's the songs you're gonna like in five years.
1: <laughs> this is gonna mean something to you in five well, years. I mean, you because you were here right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was there when they played you're that the first time. You're gonna hate
0: this now. <laughs> Did but, you – so, like, for instance, when – do you know, though, like, when when you recorded – when you were recording Bleed American, did you know, like, oh, yeah, these are – we've got it now? Or was it like, well, I don't know, these is just the next lot of things, and maybe some of them will
3: connect? I think we felt really good about those songs, but I think the context uh, in how we were making those songs, we didn't have a label, we didn't have a manager – we kind of are the infrastructure of what a band needs to like have success. We mm-hmm. didn't have it at the moment. So I think it was just sort of like, well, it, this could, people could really like this, but then at the same time, like, we, we don't even know where this is going to end up, you know, or if, and uh, so, but I think the material we all thought was really like, this is, this is stuff we're really happy about and mm-hmm. stoked on. Like we, we definitely felt that way,
4: but we didn't think it would blow up like it did
3: Yeah, for, for, that, sure.
4: for the bleed American
0: record. And that just goes to show, like, if you're doing it for the right reason, it doesn't matter whether or not it blows up, Mm. you know, because you because that you just don't you don't have any control over that. Some of it's like timing. Some of it's like, oh, you know, there was some cultural zeitgeist that was just ready to sink their teeth into it for whatever reason. And then the right person played it and then the right, you know, MTV, it's like the right video play, you know, and you just can't you don't you don't have any
3: control over any of that stuff i think we'd love for our audience to listen to the new songs and develop the similar kind of like bond to them that they have with older stuff you know but in a weird way like we can't really worry about that too much if they do or not because in the end it's like what is the what is the alternative are we going to stop making re- albums and i think for us it's like that's part of the critical critical part of us as you, you know and who we are as a band is we still want to make albums. Like we still want to make new music and we want that music to be something we feel is like, you know, comparable to our catalog. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think in a weird way, the trade off is if you want us to come still play for you and play shows and play these old songs, you know, like we're still going to make albums and we're, st- cause I think that's kind of a critical part of like, once you stop doing that, I think you lose muscles that, you know, part of the band project, I think, in some way, kind of starts to die. Like, I think you should always t- try to make new material, and never stop doing that. And and you know, of course, yeah, we're going to play a cross section of all of our songs for fans live, that, of of songs that they have those connections to. But for us, I think, we're whether they make those connections or not. You know, if they're still coming and sh- showing up and, and seeing us play, then we'll keep making albums what's your favorite
0: going around the table again what's your favorite part of the entire process it can be like the first day of rehearsal or the first day of getting together or presenting ideas or playing a new song or playing an old song in front of people like what is your absolute favorite part of the whole process
2: (sighs) that's tough that's tough because there's there's definitely highlights with every aspect Mm -hmm. of it um I feel like I feel like to to do this the way that we're doing it you have to be kind of all in with if if you're making a record like you're all in there you know you're 100% focused on that if you're just purely writing material mm-hmm. you have to like pretty much neglect everything else if you're on tour it's all about your 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 show your performance you know it's kind of like and within each of those th- segments like there's definitely highs and highs and and uh not necessarily lows, but it's there's various levels of effort, and sometimes it's it's very easy. Um, I mean, I guess like uh, you know, my favorite my favorite part is when uh, something beats your your idea. You know, you might be hear, hearing an idea in your head a certain way, and what it ends up being like is not only it,
3: it meets and, and surpasses what you thought you could do. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think the, the thing that's most exciting for me is like loading into the studio day one, tracking the new album, you know, like that for me is the most exciting. Cause it's usually it's very drum centric at that point in time. Cause the drums are usually first. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, Loading into some whatever studio you're recording at, setting up, getting ready to record, and like starting the process. Well, you really have to love drums that when you when you watch <laughs> when you've
0: watched someone load in and load out of a show to, to set up a drum kit, you really have to love it.
3: Because so, <laughs> so, normally for shows, like our friend Robbie back there who's here and the, yes. the couch, he sets up the drums for me, but like very in nice that, in, in the in the uh. But when we do like our when we're recording, like it's I'm schlepping that shit in, so you gotta screw it in. it's gotta thump 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 yep. thump.
0: I mean, it's so much it's there's so much setup just to be able to do the thing that you that you do.
3: Yeah, and that but that's I think some of the fun part about it. It's like that challenge of, you know, because you know Drums are kind of a weird thing. Like you don't just plug them in and they sound the same every time. Mm -hmm. It depends on the room. It depends on what's going on. Yeah, where you record plays a big role in that. And we've we've been
2: very fortunate to record in some crazy rooms with a lot of history. I think that might be an aspect of it too. Yeah,
3: I love that. That's so much fun. Like going into like a studio or whatever. Like the last two studios we we did the drums for our previous two albums um, were you know sort of classic rooms that a lot of records have been recorded in so LA, that's fun but strip. yeah i think a part of it it's that that to me is just the most exciting part what about you uh once we've uh been
1: in the studio and recording and uh you it's not mixed yet so you, you know you, we're recording in LA uh, we've done the the two weeks that we're gonna do here, and uh, you get back in the car and you're driving home and and putting in the the board mixes that we've kind of like thrown together really fast, and just hearing back kind of all of the sounds, you know, because we've all, all along we're just kind of yeah, and this is gonna you know we we want to this type of sound for that guitar line, and then you know this feeling for the drums etc it's the first time that it's all together kind of even though it's not finally placed there's still more work to do in the mix and everything but uh you get to hear the the whole the whole family you know excellent yeah you just hear it for the first time yeah it's it's starting to come together Mm.
0: what's yours
4: uh probably today seeing the record oh yeah over there yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, the actual records are over there it's the first time
1: yeah that's usually it's
4: usually the fa- yeah, my favorite part. Like I us- will usually like go to a record store. Just and
1: smell it. it like a total nerd. It's not real until it's real. Yeah, 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 yeah I've yeah. it. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah.
0: Well, and I do think as we are become more and more digital, like live more and more digital lives, we're sort of losing that kind of tactile. Like there is real value in like mm. holding a real thing. I think we are Maybe we're one or two generations away from losing that part of our brains, but just the idea of like connecting mm. with something in the real world is still mm. still has a lot of value and actually means something. In the way that you know, if you play a show and people came in for free, they may not be as invested because they didn't really. Mm.
1: It's
0: like mm-hmm. they, you know they didn't really put anything on the table to be there. But when people come in and they're there on purpose and they you know pay for a ticket, it's like they're invested now, you know, like that kind of investment is, is good. Yeah. Um, my last question for you, Jim is how the fuck do you keep your voice? Cause you, you really like rent yourself into some high places <laughs> and I'm like, how does he keep his voice? I, 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 I assume part of it's just that you've been doing it for so long, but as someone who loses his voice often, I just would love to know how you keep Ooh. it so fresh and crisp. Um, it, it, you know, there's no real.
2: I, I just do the things that you you should be doing, like vocal warm up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I do oh spend that. like I do spend like about a, like an hour, or maybe like forty minutes or so, before every show that we play, where I I like do actually like work. Give us some examples, Jim. Getting my voice.
1: <laughs> Let's hear some much of those to, routines. Much to
2: the. Uh, <laughs> Extreme bummerman of anyone with an earshot. Is it la la las or me me me's or is it kind like, of? It's this <laughs> No, I mean it's like it's, you're, you're making vo- you're, you're vocalizing, but it's stuff that's kind of more about like getting your muscles, you know, that like kind of like, getting the voice in 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 place of where it should be, you know, because like you can when you when you sort of feel it the the air going where it should go it's it's uh you know then you can kind of control it better mm-hmm. it's hard to explain because it's just like something you have to just sort of feel yeah when it's right yeah um and yeah you know like just protect it like sleep <laughs> <Sleep's>
0: <laughs> so take important. care of yourself yeah. in a way uh
2: you know take care of yourself and and just you know do the work. Keep, yeah. yeah put in, out. put in, put in the conditioning time. We've never. We
3: I don't think we've ever canceled a show due to Jim losing his voice ever. That's pretty huge.
2: It's been close. I mean, if if we did cancel something, it's because I was like, flu, and like anyone flu he, level sick, like yeah. it wasn't just the well, voice that yeah, was gone. It was like right. the entire system was shutting down. I think. I
3: think. Yeah, the only time we've ever done anything like that was just not because you lost your voice, but because you were sick. But like. That's what – you know, it's funny because, like, when people come to backstage and Jim will be doing his warm-ups, like, to the person who's not – who's never heard people do vocal warm-ups before, mm-hmm. like, you know, they hear these noises and they get alarmed. But it's like
4: <laughs> – Like, like, like are they
0: okay?
3: No hey, what's there was, wrong? There was one time where Jim's son was in the back, backstage and Jim was, Jim was like, uh, doing the warm-ups and his son <laughs> looked look like – Dad, like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like, he was concerned, and he was like he, like, he was embarrassed or concerned or something. And I said to him, dude, like, you should be stoked that your dad's doing that because, like, because the reason <laughs> he, why, he does him. that, yeah. and he, we never have to cancel a show, and that means you have more money for. You're gonna go to a good college. Yeah, yeah, for a good college or you know Fortnite bucks or whatever. Fortnite bucks or have a nice. <laughs> I think I told him what is it called? V bucks. So, I told it's him, so yeah. I said, because of... your dad does that, like well, you guess. get you get more V bucks. Yeah, man, that's a <laughs> dad does this, you get that. Yeah, and so he was like, Dad, dad oh, go do more okay, of that. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, ultimately, in summary, it is it does seem to be about doing the work, making incremental progress, putting in the time, just like with vocals, just like with drums, just like with. Your mental health also you know, like taking the time to take care of yourself, but it has been such a pleasure to talk to all of you. you're such nice guys i'm so i mean I liked you before, <laughs> but now i'm like rooting for you <laughs> Thank now you. I want Thanks. this you know now i now I really want this album to be whatever it is that you want it to be, you know whether it's it, I mean is there a metric for success? It's already
3: that's the thing for us I think is it already is that. Like the album is the, the the material itself is I think the the metric for us. Great. You know like uh does this some is this something we'll be proud of in 30 years, you know? And I think we feel that we could safely say yes to this album. Uh all right. So
0: Surviving is out n- uh, it's out now, yes? Or it's coming out by the time this airs? October 18th is the release date. I don't okay, know when so this in, will be this. up after that. Yeah. So Surviving is out now. People can just get yes. it um, and uh, and spend some time with it. Listen, you know, like do what we did in the old days when we didn't really have the ability to play stuff over and over and over and over again. Cassette tape it. Just listen to it all the way through and then flip it and then listen to that all the way through and then just kind of see what happens. But uh, thank you for being here. I know you guys are going to play a couple songs and so, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Mesa, Arizona, Jimmy Eats World. Thanks a lot, Los
2: Angeles. It's kind of, kind of, kind of hoping for more people tonight, it. you tell us what you want to hear, and we're gonna let you know if we were gonna play it anyway.
4: <laughs>
2: okay, I'll do that. Sure. for you.
4: Alright,
2: you ready?
5: Ain't some magical thing Love never gonna be the way you're dreaming It's gonna seem so far It's gonna feel so hard Until you want the work more Do you stop asking, oh, what is it all for? Do you want the work much? so hard until you want the work more than the reward until you stop asking oh
2: that i don't think i've ever done that before that's the acoustic debut worldwide of that song
1: thanks
5: Don't write yourself off, yeah. It's only in your head you feel left out or looked down on. Let's do your best, do everything you can, and don't you worry what they tell themselves when you're away. It just takes some time. Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. Everything, everything will be just fine. Everything, everything will be alright, alright. Hey, you know they're all the same. You know you're doing better on your own. So don't buy in. Live right now. Just be yourself. It doesn't matter if it's good enough for someone else. It just takes some time. Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. Everything, everything will be just fine. Everything, everything will be alright, alright. Sometimes, little girl, you're in the middle of the ride Everything, everything will be just fine Everything, everything will be all right Yourself up, yeah. It's only in your head you feel left out. Look down on, but do your best, do everything you can, and don't you worry what the better house. I'm gonna say it just takes some time, little girl. Everything, everything will be just fine. Everything, everything will be all right, all right. It just takes some time. Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. Everything, everything will be just fine. Everything, everything will be all right.
3: <laughs> you we're recording that, right?
2: It's gold. Are you getting this? Are you getting this? Are you getting this? Are you getting this? Oh, it's gold. It's gold. Well,
5: Put some stain on
2: great, it.
1: So you guys were ID 10T Skinning Complete. Enjoy your burrito.